Hi, friends. So, <laughs> we're going to talk about mental health today, specifically in the form, um, I go more into it in a minute, but specifically just talking about, um, not clinically, but about how your brain processes stress and how to combat that. So, um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and pray and then we'll, we'll go for it. So, Lord... Thank you for this day. God, thank you um, just for everybody here. Thank you for your faithfulness for us. Um, I pray that I say exactly what you want me to. Help us to get what you want out of this and just be present in everything we do today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So disclaimer, I'm not a medical professional. And anyway, I could be wrong for most things. Um, I'm not an expert, but I have dealt with mental health issues for a long time, so I'm speaking from experience um, and what has helped me and encouraged me in the past. If you guys have any questions at all, anything that I say, um, you think I said something wrong or you need clarifications, please just interrupt me or catch me afterwards. Um, so when you think of the phrase mental health, what, what comes up? What do you think of? I'd say like... Like, mental health, like, I think coupled with that, a lot of times you think, okay, immediately think, like, depression, anxiety. You think, um, I mean, in our world today, you're like, okay, mental health, uh, self-care. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, the, those things, those kind of things are always, like, paired together. Yeah. Yeah, I think of um, just generally how you feel on a day-to-day basis. The highs and the lows. Yeah, and so for me, my brain immediately went where yours went, Macy. It Like, mental health to me was, because of our society, is equated to mental health issues mm-hmm. and to mental health problems. When, in all actuality, mental health is defined as a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities, uh, can cope with the normal stresses of life, and can productively work, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. So, I know. Mental health is the whole broad mm-hmm. term. Yeah. But we think of it as such like a like a, a niche almost. Everyone like when someone says mental health, we all you always think they're gonna be think like talking about problems. Yeah. yeah. But the actual definition of the word like mentally like me- to be mentally healthy, to be in a state of mental health is to be like like good. Like a, a state of well being. Like yeah. 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 And That's interesting. How it's it's weird to me how like if we say physical health, you just think of being healthy physically Mm -hmm. but with mental health like you said we don't do that Mm -hmm. which is really interesting Mm -hmm. um but in so in the life of a person with good mental health uh are a lot of the qualities that i said but some other ones are productive activities healthy relationships um the ability to adapt and cope with adversary adversity (laughs) um in the life of somebody who's struggling with mental health issues some qualities might be significant changes in thinking emotions or behavior um, distress and or problems functioning in social work or family activities. Um, some things that can cause mental health issues. Uh, heredity, so your biology, it can be chemical. Um, psychological, so like like traumas and different things like that. Um, or environmental stress is another cause of mental health issues. Um, a big debate in our society today is, me- is mental health a real thing? 
And it is. It is. Just as someone with diabetes has to take medicine to help regulate their hormones, Mm -hmm. the same with people with mental health issues. Obviously, not everybody needs it. Same with people with diabetes. But if you need it, you need it. Mm -hmm. So, um, any thought? I know that was a lot of information. Any thoughts or questions before we move on? I think you did a really good job of explaining, like, um, just like the not only like the definition of mental health but how it is a it's the it's all of mental health it's not just the bad it's the good it's everything involved just like physical health yeah yeah i also think it's so good so important to note that like mental health is not is like it's chemical and psychological and environmental because i think that in a lot of traditional churches a lot of like christians are so against medicine yep. for mental yep. health which can be really scary for people that really do need that that really do like have like something that's genetic or something that's biological and they like <laughs> have to take medication or else it's like it, it's just like someone else that has any other yeah. ailment you know exactly. and so like that's something that I've talked about a lot in like some of my courses mm-hmm. like psychology courses <laughs> at school it's like our professor's like no matter what like someone at your church tells you or what someone Christian tells you like Sometimes you really do need medication, you know? And I just think that's so important, like, especially, like, because we'll probably come across people, like, that that are against it. And so it's Mm -hmm. good to just, like, know what you're talking about. Yeah. 100%. So good. And so personally, with uh, some of the mental... So I've had all three of those just kind of... For me, they all manifest different, so they all feel different. But, um, just, like, the ways it comes on. But, like, I... So, I have a chemical imbalance because my mom and my dad have depression and anxiety. And my dad has ADHD. And my brother has all three. And I have experienced all three as well. Um, and I, I've... So, I've taken medicine at some point And it helps. I mean, so, it's it's interesting. I used to be against it for myself. But then I took it and it helped. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, this is... Yeah. Legit. Yeah. yeah, there's a stigma for for sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Anything else? Another question for you, Mama? <coughs> cool. Cool, cool. Um, so I'm not gonna be focusing on like the clinical side. That was just like a background. Yeah. because uh, I'm not qualified to talk about that in any way. <laughs> yeah. But um we're gonna be focusing on like the mental health issues that result from stress or unexpected situations. Mm-hmm. Um as we have all experienced. Um, for the purpose of today's lessons, we're treating it more as a state of mind, especially through hard times, how your mindset is. Um, so, what does God say about trials? That is the question I wrote, but I actually want to get your guys' opinions on that. Do you know, off the top of your head, what does God say about trials? James 1. Um, ah, yeah, we love James 1. <laughs> Um, trial. I have it up if you want me to. No, you can do it. I have. Go for it. It's like trials will produce steadfastness and like steadfastness through faith. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Testing of your patience produces. Yeah. Yep. But not personal. Yeah, I knew what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Yeah. Yeah. Mine says the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like it says, like that you may be perfect, yeah. lacking in nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is cool how hard things can make you better. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just not what my mind goes to first. Oh, yeah. I don't know about yeah. the rest of you Nobody. Yeah. Oh, no. Nobody. Like, no, a bad thing doesn't happen. Very rarely. It's like, woo yeah, It's like, woo Like, let's celebrate. Yeah. And, when it, and when a bad thing does happen, and that's the first thing that your mind goes to, that's some serious growth right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some very serious growth. I think the first thing I, I think of when it comes to trials is that with Jesus, we can overcome any trial. Mm. And that the Lord is fighting our battles for us. Good stuff. I had written down, I had James 1 written down. Um, it gives us a chance to grow, is what God yeah. says about trials. Um, he also said it helps us develop endurance, which is in Romans uh, 5.3. I don't remember the exact wording of it, but... Maddie, do you want to read it? Yeah. But we also rejoice in our afflictions because we know that affliction produces endurance, endurance produces produces proven character and proven character produces hope yeah so julia kind of as you were saying um that all sounds great but a lot of times we don't focus on that like that's not our first thing um because we're humans we're surrounded by sins and trials don't always seem like this um instead of keeping our eyes on the lord seeing and seeking his will for our trials we often slip up and forget what the lord wants us to do during these trials which is to be hopeful to be thankful as crazy as as that sounds be glad in it um when we're dealing with with hardship and trials the second we take our eyes off the lord it's very easy to slip into worldly ways of thinking about trials which can lead to unhealthy habits in your thought life um what are some unhealthy patterns of thinking that are easy to slip into into hard times what if what if what if this happens what if this doesn't work what if god doesn't hear my prayer what if he doesn't come through Insert any other what-if scenario about anything. <laughs> That's good. Can you repeat the question? Yeah. Um, what are some unhealthy patterns of thinking that are easy to slip into in, in hard times? I should have done this. Mm. I should have. Oh, the shoulds. That, yeah. You shouldn't all over Ooh. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. Or like... If I, yeah, to like something like that. I tend to get into mindsets of like, um, like questioning the Lord and being Mm -hmm. like, like, why aren't you hearing me? Why aren't you doing something? I tend to get into those a lot. I tend to, sometimes I'll go into self-pity. Why me? Like this has been happening for months now. Can I catch a break? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Yeah, can I catch a break? That that, <laughs> that resonates. Dang. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, yeah. And self-doubt, doubting the Lord, like you were saying, Maddie, and a lot of that can lead to bitterness. A big one that y'all know that is my favorite, um, overthinking. Yes. It's a really good one. Or I coined a new term, underthinking. Ooh. Avoidance. I'm an underthinker. We love avoidance. I'm an underthinker. Ah. <laughs> Yeah. I think sometimes yep, I, I feel that with underthinking sometimes I feel like we can underthink the Lord and forget like how yeah. um, Oof. how yeah. good and how powerful he yeah. actually is because I know I do that like a financial hardship will come or a health hardship or even a hardship with just my husband or a, a relationship I'm like 
what now? And then I just, all of a sudden I'm in this trial and I forget that the Lord is still with me in the trial. And mm-hmm. so I'm like under, quote unquote, like underthinking mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, for me, I get so used to having the Lord that I take it him for granted. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy girl. Crazy. <laughs> 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 I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <Did> you? <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, while all of these things that we mentioned, like overthinking, the what-ifs, while they're valid and while the feelings and the reactions are all valid – doesn't mean they're helpful or healthy yes (laughs) um when dealing with hardships or trials it's so hard not to jump into these ways and it's so hard not to have a one-track mind per se uh in that way that's all we can think about calling causing us to take our eyes off the lord um why why do you think it's so easy to slip into those mindsets we live in a really fallen world and we're surrounded by those mindsets yeah I think because part of it is when when we're in like the bad things and the trials like we want to have like reasons like we want to be able to make make sense of it in our head you know like this happened because I did these bad things or uh, this happened like maybe I can change this if I do this or you know we want kind of reasons we kind of want to plan even though that's not really our job to know how all of that's supposed to work oh yeah 100%. Good. Through having these mindsets, why do we think it's so easy to forget the Lord and his promises? Kind of goes along with that question. Can you say it one more time? Yeah. Uh, Why do you think it's so easy to forget the Lord and his promises during times of, of suffering? I think we get in our own way most of the time mm. with all of our, our shutting on ourselves, our what ifs, our whys, our how, how is this going to happen? And I know for me, my natural, my human instinct, my natural instinct is to doubt and to go to those questions and take it into my own hands and figure out a solution when really all the Lord wants is for us to lay it at his feet for him to do all the work. That's good. Well, and I've seen other people too they have like they feel like they have to have everything figured out when they go to the Lord mm. and be like okay well whenever I go to the Lord I have to have this figured out and this and my life has to be going this way and yeah. all these things and mm. yeah like I, like whenever people are going through something usually like the first thing that they stop doing is like going to church you know that's like the first thing that they should be doing so. yeah 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 I don't know. yeah Um, I have one more question for a minute, but so while in these, in these times of just being in the way of the Lord, of not in the way that you're, uh, Shauna, kind of like what you were saying, like you're in your own way through this, through those mindsets, what can happen if we stay in those mindsets? In our? Yeah. Just like if, yes. I mean, the first thing I think of is just self-destruction. You're only tearing mm. yourself down. Yeah. My, th- my first thought was hopelessness. Yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're looking for those things in ourselves, 
then mm. it's not gonna go well. Mm-mm. You can also get really lonely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like, I think if you're going through those those more negative thought patterns, you're probably gonna start to get to a place, like you were saying, where you're like, well, no one really else really understands mm-hmm. what I'm going through, which mm-hmm. adds to that loneliness, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I'm kinda like going off of that, like, no one is gonna know what you're going through unless you talk about it, and like, yeah. that's definitely yeah. not easy, especially in the world that we live in. Vulnerability is so hard. Yeah, our vulnerability is hard, and like, especially in the church, like talking about mental health isn't like a big thing. Yeah, and I think like with like the vulnerability of saying like I am going through this, I need people to surround me, I need people to like bring light into my life. Like there's also like a huge part of like humility that takes place to say like I'm really weak right now and I'm not strong. I feel X Y Z. Like I need people around me and like that is like that's that's some hard stuff Mm -hmm. to just openly say like what you're going through. It's not easy even to your best friend, even to the people that you're closest with. It's hard to just say, like, this is what I'm going through, and life kind of sucks right now. Mm-hmm. I always find myself saying they don't care that much, or I don't want to burden them. Mm-hmm. When I know that's not, oh, don't even look at me like that. <laughs> when I know that's not true, but just our world and the enemy tries to trick you to say, like, oh, this isn't that important. Mm-hmm. Don't share this. When the only way to get it into the light is to share it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. That kind of happened to me, like, um, whenever I was, like, deciding whether to break up or not with, like, whatever, like, two weeks ago, everything that I was thinking about, I did not tell anyone. Like, I didn't talk to anyone about it because I was, I was, like, in this place where I was, like, okay, I chose this person. I'm going to look foolish if anyone knows that I'm thinking about breaking up with them. Like, that was, like, my mindset. Yeah. And so, but eventually I just told everything to Riley. She's like, I'm so sorry. And I was just like, oh, like, <laughs> you don't think that I'm, like, a fool? And she's like, no. Like, she's like, no. Like, I'm, yeah. It's so funny how sometimes the enemy can get into our heads. And, like, when you're alone by yourself, like, the thought that, like, the thoughts that are in your head seem so real and so vivid. And that it's the only thing that's true. And then you bring just the littlest bit of light into it when you talk to someone else and you're like, oh, you don't, you don't think that's true? I've, yeah. I've been believing this lie this entire time. Exactly. Oh my gosh, what, what is going on? What else? And then I start to think, what else could I be believing that's actually a lie? And two, if we don't share those things with people, they build up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I spent years, and I'll go more into that later, but I spent years keeping things to myself. And then when I started to share them, most of it was with Shauna, but when I started to share it, I did feel selfish. And then I felt like it was too much because I had so much that has just, like, it's like, you know when you put, like, fruit in your fridge and then (laughs) you see it three months later? You know, and yeah. you forget about it, and you're just like, oh, yeah, oh, there it is. It's like that. It just, it's like the it's thoughts get rotten. and Yes, the <laughs> thoughts get rotten and moldy, and they just get worse and worse and worse, unless you share it out into mm. the world, yep. which is really hard to do. An apple a day keeps the, keeps the depression away. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Can't 
Can we title? I'm gonna title that. Gosh. Oh my gosh, that's really good. Oh, Riley's gonna kill us. Okay. Anyway, so through the various situations, um, through mental health issues, through mindsets and rotten thoughts and all those things, life in general, we have to remember who God is because if we forget Him, a all of that stuff will happen, and that's yeah. not fun. But he's bigger than that. He's bigger than our thoughts. He is our strength and our shield and our hiding place. When I when I say the words characteristics of God, what are the first ones that you think of? It's one of my favorite questions. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to hear your like, thoughts. You don't no. have to. Uh, characteristics of God. What's like the first one you think of? Um, it can be one that was already said. Pressure. <laughs> There's no pressure. Um, no, I want to say something. I just my brain's not Um, I think of like a. This is gonna sound weird, and if I need to explain myself, I can't. But I think I'm like a shelter. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think like going off of what I said, like he's gen- he's gentle, but there's also like a sense of like firmness because he never changes. Yeah. He's firm in his way, but he's still gentle. That's really good. That's good. Um, I thought so. I thought of three off the bat, and some were already said, but um, my first one that I thought of was uh, God is love. Um. Maddie, can you pull up First um, Corinthians thirteen, mm-hmm. four through eight? I had to, oh. um, but while you're doing that, um, so First John four eight also says, "Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love." Yep. And and one of my favorite things to do is read this as we are reading God's characteristics. Could you read it while replacing the word love with God? Mm-hmm. First, where do you want me to start out? Uh, four through eight is sure. what I have here. Okay, love with God. Okay. Yep. God is patient. God is kind. God does not envy. Is not boastful. Is not arrogant. Is not rude. Is not self-seeking. Is not irritable. And does not keep records of wrongs. Where do you want me to stop? Eight. Mm-hmm. I wrote this a month ago. Sure. God finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. God never ends, but as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. Yeah. Super good. That's one of my favorite things to just read out like over myself and just who, remind me who God is. Um Kind of going on with the last question. What character from that list stands out to you the most? I think for me, patient. So a lot of times I know myself, and I fall back into the same patterns of thinking. And I'm like, oh, gosh, Lord, like, I'm sorry. Here I am just slipping up again and again and again on this Mm -hmm. one mindset, on this what-if mindset. How could how could you how could you ever still love me? And he's so patient. He's so gentle. He's so kind. Um, and he loves being patient with us. And he loves seeing our growth. Yeah. I like that it says it's not irritable because I tend to get irritated really yeah. easily, especially <laughs> like with myself. I'll get really irritated. Mm. 
And I'll, like, I'll or do something stupid and I'll be like, wow, like, how does God still love me right now? Or, like, how does he not, like, want to punch me in the face right now? Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's that, um, comforting to know that he doesn't get irritated by me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> My verse 5 says, like, does not insist on its own way. Mm. Yeah, we always want to insist on our own way. At least I do. Oh and yeah, yeah. It's a Same. lot different to be like, no, Lord, like your way, your way. Yep. Yeah. Good. But isn't it so comforting that God's heart never changes, and His way never changes? Like He's not He's not like us. Like one minute I'm like, you know what? I really want a new car. Actually, I want to get an iPad. Oh, maybe, maybe a house. Maybe this. Maybe this. Maybe this. Maybe this. But like God's way and His word is true. And it never changes, and He's always the same. So we don't have to worry about Him all of a sudden just flipping a switch and just changing His heart because yeah. that's yeah. not who He is. Yeah. The word steadfast comes to mind. Yeah. Yes. Took the words right out of my mind. I think probably what stands out to me is verse 7 where it says uh, never gives up never loses faith is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance specifically the never gives up yes yeah I'm a mess but so good that he's not (laughs) um The second one, so the second characteristic of God, so God is love, uh, God is faithful. My first, um, Julia, can you look up Romans 8, 38 through 39? I'm going to read Joshua 1, 9 while you do that. Um, Joshua 1, 9 says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Is it 38 and 39? Yep. Uh, for I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. That verse always shakes me a little bit. Um, just because, like, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us. I think that's so cool. That we have a God that's personal and that wants to hang yes. out with us. So. So good. Hey, free rounds. Huh? <laughs> hang out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last characteristic that I thought of was uh, he's the God of everything. He created everything and everyone with a purpose, on purpose. So I don't know a good word for that. Sovereign might be a good word. Yeah. Um, God on purpose is good too. Yeah. Yep. Intentional. Yep. Oh, that's a really good word. Um. So I jump into Genesis 2-7 here. It's, uh, Then the Lord God formed man from the dust on the ground and breathed life into his nostrils, the breath of life. And the man became a living being. 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 And the man became a living being. I'm going to talk with a little twice. Just add it in there. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not too much to say about that, but it's just so crazy that... that that everyone and everything was created for a purpose. Yeah. And that he specifically wanted to form man. And, I don't know. It's just cool. Yeah. I got nothing on that, but... Beautiful. Um, 
mercy. And so while we can remember those things, just the attributes of God, the characteristics of him, and rest in his word and his promises, that doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. So a little jump into my testimony here. So I, I don't know, I became, I kind of grew up in church, but kind of not, it's kind of confusing. But when I was like 14 or 15, I really uh, just dove into the Lord, said yes to Jesus. I was on fire for the Lord. I was doing all the things. I went to all the youth groups. I went to everything. And and it was awesome. Um, and I was just on fire for God. And I really just felt his heart in everything that I did. Um, but in it was about May of 2016. So I would have been, I would have been 16. Um, I just started having a depression episode. And it was really my, probably my first like major one that I can remember. Um, cause I grew up with it. I, I, so a little bit of backstory. So I come from a household, a divorced household. And so environmentally that kind of tore, tore me apart. And I, you know, as I was younger, like 10 years old, I was having depression episodes, but they weren't anything bad, bad. That being said, when I was about 16, I had my first like major depression episode. Um, I was just having unhealthy thought habits. Just, it started with self-doubt. Um, self-dislike, um, if really the main thing that, that happened that caused me to fall into it was me saying, me just being like, oh, I should just go die. Like, I hate this. You probably remember that. I was like, I'm just terrible. And I would make it as jokes. Very quickly became reality in, mm-hmm. in my mind. Because, um, I mean, what we feed ourselves with is what is <laughs> what is going to come out. But... Yeah, so I just started having really unhealthy thought habits, um, and I was, I didn't know this, but I do now, I was having suicidal thoughts, and, um, I don't remember much of that whole time, because, uh, depression and stuff like that can, uh, cloud your brain, you can have memory loss from it, um, or at least I do, I don't know if that's clinically, but all I remember is just night after night, just weeping over my Bible, just trying to find some relief from the way I was feeling, Mm -hmm. Um, I knew the Lord was faithful, but it didn't feel like he was coming through. I felt like he was doing nothing for me. I felt like what I was going through, I was going through it alone. No matter how much I poured in, it was still staying the same. Um, little did I know, it, that, this, that season lasted for a while. It was probably about a year, about 10 months to a year. I uh, felt like it was never going to end. Uh, but something in my spirit knew that I had to keep on praying, keep on hoping for a better tomorrow. Uh, but God, he showed up as he always does in his perfect timing. Um, he's done, he did so much through me to get me out of that. And so much through me the past, uh, just five and six years, like since that, and it would take me weeks to tell you guys everything that he's done. But my, my, my thought immediately went to when writing this, what if I would have given up? Like what, what if I would have been a slave to my thoughts and just kept entertaining them until... I mean, the end. Like, if if the Lord hadn't have come through, then I wouldn't be here, guaranteed it. But um, just so, some things that I'm so thankful for, just, like, seeing. And, I mean, there's been so much more. But I, I wouldn't have gotten to meet some of the best people I've ever met. I wouldn't have gotten to see Shauna come to know Jesus or follow her dreams or meeting Colin, see you guys get married. I wouldn't have learned how to play guitar or any instrument. And I wouldn't have been able to worship the Lord in that way. Um, but most importantly, I wouldn't know the Lord as well as I do now. And I wouldn't have gotten to see what he had in store for me and his love and his faithfulness through everything. 
and I just wouldn't know the Lord. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten to see what he did through all of that. And, I mean, I'm not going to show credit. I'm still dealing with effects of that to this day. Like, I still don't remember anything. Um, it's just not the best. But but God. But God is so good, and he's so faithful through any trials we have. And any loss that I might have had, God has redeemed. And I have countless examples of how he has taken what I lost during that time and given it back full, full-fledged, which is just so beautiful. And through it all, the Lord will be glorified. Um, through everything that happened, through all my trials, God has been with me. Um, he has used and is still using that story, my story, for his glory and still growing me through that. Um, and I love that I have that story now that I can share to help others who are going through similar things. Um, know that they're not alone, that the hope... Um, of the Lord is their comfort and their safe place. And even, um, I'll jump into that in a minute, but if you take anything away from my testimony, just know this, you're not alone. You're loved by the creator of everything. You're valued, you're needed, you have a purpose here, even if we can't see it right now. Um, I couldn't, but that doesn't mean they're not there. Um, and we, we all don't go through the same trials. Y'all might be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never been through anything <laughs> like that. And that's okay. We all don't struggle with the same things. But all of those pieces you can place into your own situations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and a few... So these are just a few little nuggets of things to be thinking about. Whether um, you've struggled with mental health or thoughts, ha- th- bad thought habits. If you're just going through a really hard time right now. Or if you know who a friend who is. You just need some hope. Um, just a few things to remember... It wasn't supposed to be this way. Mm. God did not create the world like, or, or he, God did not create the world to be in sin. Yes. Um, I I brought up Genesis one twenty seven. So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created him. And it, God is not sin. And so it's so comforting to know that it was not supposed to be this way. It was yeah. not supposed to be this hard. Um. I just so remember in the story of the garden where God created Adam and Eve, they were in his own image. They were never supposed to experience this sin or death. Same way, neither were we. God created this world perfectly. Unfortunately, after sin and death entered the world, everything changed. But I just find it so comforting that we were never supposed to deal with this. Like, this was never supposed to happen. Um, the Lord is for you, and he will never leave you, is the second point I have. Um, in Isaiah 41.10, uh, it says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Um, and Psalm 118.6 says, the Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? And then the um, next one I have is the Lord is with you. Um, Macy, could you pull up Matthew 18, 12 through 14? Yes, ma'am. I just had a quick thought on, like, yeah. what you said about, like, it's not supposed to be this way. God understands that, like, he knows that it wasn't supposed to be this way. So he has so much sympathy and so much grace for us because he knows that that, what, like, everything that we're going through no matter how small or how big he has so much sympathy and grace for us because he knows how hard it is and he knows that that wasn't the original plan yeah Mm -hmm. 
and per- I tell him all the time, like, I'm sorry for the way that I'm thinking. I'm sorry that I have ADHD. Like, I'm sorry that I can't focus and that I am sad and mm-hmm. all this. And I just get comforted by the fact that he knows that it wasn't supposed to be this way, yeah. like you said. And just the grace that he pours out on us because of that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just really, really comforting it's to so me. It's so beautiful. And he doesn't – it's so important to remember – God doesn't see you as someone with ADHD. He sees you as holy, and he sees you as blameless in his sight because you said yes to him. Yeah. And it's it's so easy to find, to be guilty about those yeah. things, too. Hmm. Matthew 18, 12 through 14? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine in the mountains? And go in search of the one that went astray. And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Hmm. I just think that's... I, I love that verse. And how comforting it is it that we mean so much to God. Like, th- that's just step one. Like, we mean yeah. so much to God that he would leave everything just to find us again. And again, and again. And again, yeah. forever. Yeah. It's so good. Um, next one I have is, you are his beloved child. He, he sent Jesus down to die for you. He knew exactly what was going to happen in your life. Everything you would say, everything you would do, every trial you would face, every hardship. And he still chose you and all of us because he loves you so much. And he will see you through any trial you could ever face. Um, Last point I have is the Lord calls us to thankfulness. Um, It's so hard to be thankful, as we talked about in the beginning, through trials and through hard times. Um, I don't remember what... uh, Hold on, I might have that first. Okay, first... Oh, gosh, I can't say this word. Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 5, 18 through 16. uh, It says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Um, Thankfulness draws us out of ourselves and points us back to the Lord. So through times of trials, we need to remember his faithfulness. Um, That through any problem, he's faithful, he's present, he's working. Um, The more we can remember his faithfulness and thank him for everything he does for us, the easier it is to focus on the Lord um, and his heart for us. So, let's see. And then just uh, Psalms 118.24 says, This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So, to end, we are just going to jump into a time of worship and prayer and and thanking the Lord for what he's done. Um, Because that is the best way to combat anything that we deal with in this life. Um, So, I have some prompts. Oh, I wrote them here. If you guys want to write this down or if you can remember them, that's fine. These are things that you can just be praying for during this time. That's up to you. So first one is thank him for what he's done for you. The next one is thank him for showing up in times of trials. And the third one is thank him for always for sorry thank you wow words thank him for already coming through through in your trials so 